Clear this meat. It's just black and white. It's like you either do this or you die. Seriously. Vegas with the chick is the ultimate meat again. You don't understand English. Juan Kenobi. Juan Kenobi. That's all I wrote. I'm not sure what, what I was thinking. <laughs> but why are you talking about this? And you're like, because I'm bored. Prolific. <laughs> Kind of sleepy. Kind of sleepy? I was thinking about napping before you called me. Sounded like you had been napping. I was very close. Mm-mm-mm. Well, well, well. It's that time. The time we all know, the time we all love. We're the- having margaritas this time. I'm pretty excited about it. And these margaritas are quite prolific. Yeah. Like, can you still call it a margarita if it's not, like, iced and crushed and, like... Yeah, blended? there's blended or fucking... I feel on like the rocks. Should, I feel Bonehead. like they should have like two different names. Yeah. Why? They do have two different names. One is blended, one is on the rocks. Whatever. Mm. Your margarita game needs to be severely improved. It needs to be crappy, sh- over sugary, and in one of those like 14 inch uh, like Fat Tuesday glasses. Yeah, or the ones you get from Angel Stadium. Mm. For, for it to be what? Slushy? For it to be a margarita. Or to, for you to enjoy it as a margarita. You're such an old white woman, man. <laughs> Can I get the margarita? I'll have the margarita. <laughs> what are you going to do when all you need to do is be prolific? What's your take, man? Today on Takes One to No One. Um, did, you, did you have one? No, I never do. Oh, God. Like, I'm really bad at this. Like, I'm very bad at, like, coming up with a polarizing opinion. I'm Don't, very you like want to start a, before you... Yeah, go ahead. Let me gather my thoughts. All right. This is a weird thing that I heard once, uh, and I was fooled by it as it as it happened. Okay. Basic economics is... Uh, Did you say economics? Economics. Or economics. Basic economics is... All right. You are promised a dollar. Like, I'm going to give you this dollar, but you have to share it with one other person. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you don't get the dollar. Yeah. Do we have to split it up equally? No. So I can keep 99 cents of it. See? Okay. This is your first thought. <laughs> because. Am I'll, I going to be painted out to be a shithead? No. No. I'm just saying there's there, there's there's different schools of thought where yeah. like the first thought someone has is like, oh, cool. We'll, we'll each split 50. Yeah. You know what I mean? But since you're the only one with the knowledge that we need to share. We only have a dollar. So I get a dollar and we have a whole dollar. I can just tell you, hey, I got two cents coming my way. Do you want. One of those sends? Yeah, sure. So there's like a whole way to go about it where, and when the person who was selling, saying this said, well, the obvious answer is you share one cent with the other person, you keep 99 cents. And in my head, I was like, God damn, I'm a sucker because I totally thought 50 50 first. And I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> What's that called? Like, is, was there a name for that? No. Or is it just something you thought of? No, it wasn't something I thought of. It was something I heard. But, yeah. like, as they were explaining it, I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then they said, well, obviously, you would try to keep 99 and offer the one person the one. And I was and like, like, I didn't even think that was an option. <laughs> oh, because apparently that person that has the one cent should be happy with one anything. cent because they weren't they getting anything know, before. Yeah. But I feel like I wasn't getting anything either. So like the whole, my immediate thought was just like, oh, 50-50. And then I was like, man, I'm a, I'm a rube. I'm why capitalism works. Because someone's... And I'm what's driving it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> trying to screw other people. You're over. the con and I'm the fucking, I'm, I'm the sucker. Um, 
That's funny. That sounds like some. There's got to be a name for that. You should look into it and figure it out, and then bring it back to us. All right. Try to figure out what. I don't the know heck what the called. what the thought experiment or the or the thing was. I just heard it. Well, you know what? Somewhere. I did for a legit split second think like, well, is this fifty fifty? Well, that's what I thought though. I was like, is it fifty fifty or? See, but you didn't you make know? assumptions. You immediately yeah, were like, I, what? Let me what offer the parameters. The, let me like? offer the ninety nine one first. <laughs> Can I have 75 cents and this guy gets a quarter? Like, is that how this works? What's See, going on here? There you're trying to, like, you know? tow both sides of the line when when you know. Really, it's like, it's you're all re- about 99. Like, real it's all about how little can I give the other person? <laughs> exactly. Might be. Might be. It's all no. Somebody's got to do it. That's why well, I was I, I was going to pose it to you and you were going to probably answer that, but you got you got there quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, so I remembered my take as we were discussing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that I think I was just gonna. So my take is that I'm a sucker, apparently, and I'm not. Haha. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I saw this. I saw this tweet come across from uh, none other than your boy, Darren Ravel. Oh God. About paying for social media. Yeah. And last year, around the same time, he ran a poll that asked how many people would pay for social media. Social media. And. Uh, nice job. Party foul. Nice job. Wow. He, oh, oh, that stuff is gross. Anyway, he ran this poll, and I feel like an overwhelming majority of people were like, no, I wouldn't fucking pay for social media if I didn't have to. And then he ran the poll again, and I think he basically got the same results, like, just as, like, a, you know, like a cold test. Like, hey, again, I'm going to rerun a poll that I ran this time last year. How many of you would pay for your social media or Twitter? Like, I think his whole thing is Twitter in particular, but he probably would be all about branding and marketing (laughs) social media as a whole. And I was just thinking, like, why the fuck would you pay for it? It's not just because, like, uh, it's not just because, like, Twitter's not, I mean, it's not that important to your life. You would give it up if you suddenly started getting charged for it. But, like, I have a feeling everything you get out of Twitter we would find a way to do somewhere else. Do some somewhere else because people were like, "Well, should we start charging for Napster?" Yeah, we're just going to invent Kazaa. Like, are you going to start charging for LimeWire? Yeah. yeah, we're just going to invent Morpheus. Like, well, he was also really focused on how much you would pay if indeed you would pay. Yeah, like, would you be okay with paying? And it's just like, how how do you determine what the content is worth? You know what I mean? I guess Twitter is really good in the sense that you can almost watch things live like as they happen without yeah. actually seeing them yeah so like for a lot of like sporting events or like the grammys especially like i'm not watching the grammys but i'm checking twitter every five minutes to see what people are saying about this and that and this and that and i feel like most of that though i do just because it's funny like i don't do it because i actually learn anything i just people on the internet are and a lot of a lot of times people you, when you're like oh well people are saying this and it's like well who people people that know what they're talking about or twitter people and twitter you're like people. hey man but if enough people on twitter are saying one thing or another it's gotta be right it's it's, it's not that it's correct but heavy, it's at least like, largely believed about, yeah. yeah it's the uh it's it what did you ever take a class on like uh the people's history of history no. Where it was like the citizen's account of history. Enlighten me. I, I, that was, remember, did I ever tell you about the time that I uh, sat down for the review of a test and she was handing back the test? <laughs> that was that. And then I walked out and never came back. That yeah. was that class. Oh so, my God. but it was like a people's history of history. It was a bunch of uh, citizen accounts and, you know, yeah, yeah. diaries like actual, and journals like and stuff. It wasn't scholarly history. Well, I guess you could even argue if that's accurate. 
But who would just be writing lab like false (laughs) letters? Like two hundred years from now, they're gonna believe this dumb shit. Hitler did a good thing today. He built schools and churches everywhere. This guy's clearly just a a lunatic. I guess. But then again, there are some people that are purposefully spreading lies on Twitter, like they're like troll accounts or just paid accounts that are on there just trying to fuck shit up. Yeah, see though, if you instituted like a pay for content model though, that shit would get largely removed, I feel like. And then only the most like... The highest paid trolls. The most <laughs> determined of trolls would still be around. And those are the scariest though. Yeah, those are the ones who are just willing to cut you down. Like anything and everything, they'll and, just oppose you. And now you give them bottom line. God knows what they'll do with that. I just think it would be nutty to have to pay for that, though. No, like, be- that experience that I get from Twitter, like, is almost priceless in like, a sense. Did like, you have to pay for Dropbox? So, Dropbox is interesting. I've had a Dropbox for a while. Because I feel like that's what a lot of people use Facebook for. It's right. not like a public journal. Uh-huh. It's just a journal they can put stuff on so that they don't have to, like, save all their... Right, you know, thoughts or photos, and that's what people use Dropbox for, right? Like I use just... it. I use it for photos. I used to use it to send albums between like iTunes yeah. and my Android phone yeah. before, like I figured out, oh, it's a lot easier than that. But now it's strictly for photos. But what's interesting about Dropbox, is I think I got mine in like 2010 or 2011. Like I had it for a while, and when I first got it, I got like eight free gigs or something. And now I tried to make another one because naturally over time you get full. I tried to make another one a couple months ago, and you only get two gigs for free now. I was like, oh I shit! Feel like, like girls had them in like, like high school space. and stuff. Didn't Dropbox? They? You had like, a Dropbox? I remember when, um, when we were in high school, like Becca Shanfield and stuff. Photo Bucket was was oh that's was big. that's what it was. Photo Bucket was huge. That's actually what I'm thinking. Where people of. got on the computer and uploaded their photos from their digital camera. And put them on this photo bucket thing. When and I said drop- likely uploaded them to their Zanga or Live Journal page. When I said Dropbox, I meant <laughs> Live Journal, dude. Oh man, I never had one. I did. I was all about it. I know. I I went in on Live Journal. Just a place to go to complain about shit. It's good for that. Really good for that. You weren't limited. You didn't have to be witty with your like twitter if you want to complain about something that's like you know big you gotta or, you gotta be good and fit it into 140 characters or do the corny fucking two out of two like you know continued what, like well twitter tweets are just basically spinoffs of the facebook status update which was really a spinoff of the profile in your aim account that Fuck you yeah always tried to make something cool yeah you started fucking with the fonts and stuff and the and the colors aim was dope i can't believe it didn't wasn't able to adapt like, I can't believe that it wasn't able to... Well, then you can start DMing people on Twitter and you can, you know, direct message people on it's Facebook. It's not the same, though. It's not the same. You don't get the same satisfaction imagine when one of your buddies signs on and you hear that fucking noise and you're like, fuck yeah, it's on. Oh, my God. Imagine how many dicks would have been sent on AIM. I, imagine, I bet a million were, dude. Oh, my God. What? Like, just... Yeah, you could upload pictures. It just took how? damn near five minutes. Okay. Half take. Uh-huh. When do you think the dick pic was, like, invented? We're Bro, dudes, we're dudes doing it before the internet. It's again like the blowjob thing, dude. The minute the camera was invented, I'm sure this one guy was like, "Why don't we take a picture of my dick?" No, no, no. no. I'm thinking, dude, what if Michelangelo just like sculpting his penis? Like, oh, uh, yeah. Well, I give this to you, fair lady. That one's evident because there's statues that are fucking thousands of years old where the dick is still intact. So it's like, dang, like we've been we've been about dicks since day one. Like we just have always any opportunity we can to it's really funny because all the uh statues in uh the vatican had the dicks removed yeah and it's funny because they were 
built somewhere else and like the Vatican's like, ooh, I want that, I want that from like all over uh-huh. the world and as they were brought in. And one day it was one pope yeah. that did it. They, they like the, the story goes that the Pope had some like revelation or got in a fight with somebody, walked out, took a hammer to every single statue in the Vatican and whapped all their penises on. Do you think that when they because, chiseled them off that they all like broke apart right then? Or do you think there's like a drawer full of dicks from statues in some popes or you know, bishops office? Like that'd be dope. He's just got like a cabinet full of fucking stone dicks. Like that's why he wanted that's why he that's why he broke them off because he, he wasn't mad at them. He just wanted them all for himself. Yeah. He just was he had just had a weird thing he was collecting. He's like, I got three already. Why don't I collect the rest of it's them? It's like, like it's like Scrooge McDuck diving into the uh the coins the, in the pool. <laughs> that's what he does. He goes and drives in his dick pool. Just does a dive. That's a gift there waiting to happen. God. So would you pay for social media? No. Would I? No. I think it's abundantly clear. But no. the implications of such are interesting. I paid for some dumb shit, but to... Because it would totally be monthly. It would be something like that, and it would mm-hmm. be ridiculous. Yeah. I mean... What if it What if it was like two bucks a year? Would you drop that's two... That's the thing. Like, I don't know. Would you like, drop two bucks know. a year I, for, for I wouldn't drop two bucks a year for any social media platform. I will say that. I wouldn't drop two bucks a year for any other platform that's other true. than Twitter. Like, if oh, okay. I was going to drop on one, it would be Twitter. I find Twitter to be the most valuable. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't pay for it as it stands now because I don't get... You know what I mean? I don't get enough from it. Two bucks, man. Two bucks a year, though? What? Wh- two fucking bucks. What man. would this improvement be? There wouldn't be one. That's the thing. You're, You're just, basically just creating a, a an entry barrier, yeah. like you know. But like again, people, all, all the eggs bucks. are gone. But you people are gonna pay two bucks to troll the fuck out of somebody. Like a troll here's oh, it's only two bucks to do this. Cool. Or, but you, what what does happen is people get blocked and then make mm-hmm. a new account and then come and attack that That's same true. person that blocked them. I do think that whole blocking some of the things kind of a pussy ass move though. I but just if you mute got them. Thousands of followers. Like I love muting them because yeah. muting them just. They think they're still like getting know, at man. you. You can't do that shit in real okay. life. Like that's what that's what Twitter you is. Can't just for. fucking put somebody on mute. Like somebody's in your face. They're in your face, man. You gotta figure it out. You always just go home and be like, get out of my house. I always just hate when it's like somebody takes a screenshot of like, are you are you sure you want to block this person? I'm just like so petty. Like so petty. I like the screenshots of the deleted tweets. That's a fantastic thing. That too. No, that too. The only reason I've ever deleted a tweet is because I spelled something yep. wrong. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was bad. <laughs> Offensive ass tweets stayed up there. They're there. But, dude, what are you going to do? Like, if you got to say something, you also got to. But that's the thing. Like, I'm always one to think before I press the, you know. Yeah, sometimes. Most of the time. But, like, when it comes to saying really controversial shit, yeah, I'm going to reread it a few times and go, oh, is this. Do I really want to go out on this limb right now? Like, is this. Am I really committed to this belief? The answer is most always no. But, it's like uh, getting a tattoo, man. It's forever. You got. It's, it's got to be something you love. It's on the internet. It's got to be something you're not ashamed of. That's for sure. Something you're committed to. The internet never forgets. It will never forget too, and it never sleeps. It never sleeps, and it's always better than you. Just like people thought, like, oh, Snapchat. Look, my picture's being deleted. No, it's not. Everybody in the world's rival is the internet. You really think about it. There's something out there to foil everyone on the internet. Like it's just. What do you even think? Like a comparable, like technological advance is. Like you can't say in terms of communication. Yeah, like like for a generation to go through. Because we say like generations go through these leaps and bounds all the time. And you can say like, oh, we landed on the moon 
and that's awesome but yeah. like but like three guys landed on the moon when like most of the world we got homeboys living up in space for nine months at a time like okay, that's more impressive than that i'm saying seven billion people don't live that life uh-huh. seven billion people can get on the internet though so i'm talking about like like it's got to be like the car or something like something that that revolutionized the world the internet has done that though i know so i'm saying like what's comparable to it because there's you're saying like uh, the fucking radio the telephone no like, no no the printing press things that fucking drastically change the fucking advent of fire <laughs> things that go, drastically change instead like, of the printing press the quality I'll, of human life instead of saying the printing press i would say the written language in general <laughs> yeah but i mean it's arguable books how much the quality of life has increased versus the convenience of life like the internet has made okay, things well, maybe can, not better but it's can, certainly more convenient you can say the same thing about planes and cars though yeah i mean have they made it better or more convenient i think they've made it better in terms of travel because whereas it used to take what three months to get across country what now that, it takes three and a half hours is that not just convenience no that's definitely if if you're risking is it actually catching s- diseases and dying and sleeping and getting killed by predators like okay but how many people pros definitely outweigh the cons how there. many people die in a car accident every year i don't know like it's like the thir- it's got to be some in the top five like leading causes of death it's got to be in the hundred thousands and i might be on the low side there i mean i'm not going to talk plane six million people because- a year no that seems awful high no that seems low a gang of people die from car crashes that's what i'm saying fact checkers yeah, how's she going? What do we, what do we got? That's way too long for Google. <laughs> She's typing like a sentence into Google. I took a an elective in seventh grade that was all about how to refine your searches for shit on the internet. 1.3 million people die in car accidents. Oh. You think 1.3 people would die in covered wagons if we were, like, were still just trekking across the world? No, nobody would fucking leave. No one would ever do that. That doesn't make life easier, though. So, like, one in every... Like, what? I was trying to do math. I don't know. I can't do it. Don't don't do don't try to do complex math. Sorry. On the fly, it always makes you look bad. You one in two hundred people. That's just in the U.S. By the way. Yeah. One in two hundred deaths a year. No, not one in two hundred deaths a year. I don't know, man. I think that uh, I'm just gonna stop talking. The about advent that. of transportation has made things easier and more convenient. Certainly more convenient, but definitely easier. Thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's never gonna let it go. He's never letting it go. I just said I was awesome at, at algebra the last time we podcasted too. And You're on record as being an idiot now. <laughs> um, a, a, both a rube and an idiot. So if anything, you're new, you're at a neutral point. Because you sold yourself high on one thing, definitely bit low on another, and, and now I you're gave, back. And I gave my joint away to some 16-year-old. Like, twice. Yeah. Twice. Did you hear the story? Were you in? Oh, my God. I'm far in the negative here. No. That's so stupid. Don't even bring this up because it's, to me, it's like a paradox. Like, it's like a... It's like a paradox. Like, how does one do this? Like, you know, what the hell? Only in Brussels. Oh, my God. When in Bruges. Um, Jordan, what is your take? On? What was your... What See, was your... this is part of sitting at the table. You got to have a take. With the thing that irritates you, that segment you like to do. That's what we're doing right now. I definitely wasn't prepared for this. That's fine. But... No, I really don't have one, but I do have. Better at this than you are. And like a, an interesting like question. So today I had a sports massage, and today was the first time I ever had cupping done. Ooh. Have you ever had? No, I've seen it done to uh, James Harrison of the Steelers. 
Gets, and Michael Phelps, gets, it was a big fucking deal when he did it for right. the Olympics. He gets acupuncture and the fucking yeah. thing. Right. It's like leech treatment. Oh. <laughs> so it was just interesting because they did it today for the first time. And like, it, what's really weird. So like the whole point, and it, it's supposed to like go back to like fucking like ancient Egypt of like how long this has been like around for, right? Like this is like super old. So it's like nothing new. Oh. But it's not very technologically advanced. Not seems, at all. It's it seems very simple. Really stupid. You're giving someone a hickey on their back. But prolonged. I genuinely feel like I feel better. Huh? Yeah. Right. Okay. So I worked out today. I got the massage after I worked out. Yeah. And usually when I work out, like most people, you feel like exhausted, fatigued. Like you know, you like, and that's why people take pre-workout or like they take shit after they work out to like help them not feel so bad. So like. Fuck you. <laughs> so what? no, no, no. Is it was really uh, is it like in my head that like the cupping thing made me feel better, or is just, it genuinely make me feel better? Just I was just about to say, uh, as I was. Not, that's all. That's all. That's all I have. As I was not condescendingly rubbing my eyes mm-hmm. while you were talking, you killed it. Sure. I think you did a great no, job. That was, you that definitely was, have kicked something off here. That was very good. But no, that's a, a now a third take that I have is that I believe a majority of. Things that make you feel better are placebos. That is such a hard stance, but I don't know enough about uh, what is the word that I'm looking for for medicine that isn't like pharmaceuticals. The other, the other one than that, though. No, there's there's like a term for it, like heretic or oh uh, yeah. Let's not try to guess. Yeah, see, I'm not gonna remember, (laughs) but the the kinds of medicines that are more like like you know rubbing aloe on your skin like after a sunburn or. That kind of stuff, you know. Alternative? No, um, I don't know enough about that kind of. Uh, I, I want to say remedy, but I know. No. It's like, yeah, like, I know it's like a super like. <laughs> there's a word. It starts yeah, with an H. Like I feel like it's like an H that it starts with, and I'm blanking on it because it was something that jumped out at me in anthropology classes a lot. But um, I don't know enough about that stuff to know. Like, I I feel like if it's been around for long enough, it's got to have some kind of benefit. Like, it's got to be doing something. Enough people have bought it. Yeah, or or not even bought it. Have been doing it. Like if they've if they've been doing this cupping thing, you know, since what the days in ancient Egypt. Yes, it's got to do something. It can't just like you know, be terrible or oh, be bad homeopathic. or homeopathic. Yes. There we go. That's a good. Yeah, point. homeopathic. Um, I think it's gotta it's gotta have some beneficial qualities. Like if people just wouldn't keep doing it. Like I know that like the one I think about is acupuncture. Like, yeah. what the fuck does acupuncture really but, do? But, like, compared to what we have today in the world, uh-huh. like, if this was something that you was used a thousand years ago, that was because it's all they had. But I have a feeling a lot of those things, too, like acupuncture or um, something spiritual, you know, like mm-hmm. meditating and things like that. I think the placebo is part of it. Like, it's trying to tell you that it's not just your body that you need to fix. It's also you know mind controls the body kind of thing if you believe it's fixed then that what what's the thing where we only use like 10 percent of our brains and we don't know shit about our fucking is that real yeah we only well, use 10 percent of our brains at any given time to you know they say we only use 10 percent of our brains <laughs> i think we only use 10 percent of our hearts <laughs> copyrighted <laughs> just kidding <laughs> wedding crashers yeah, yeah. I have to <laughs> Um, I don't really know how much of it is placebo, to be quite honest with you. But that's what I mean. I I have a feeling with a lot of those things, the whole point is like belief over, you know, 
Yeah, well... Conquers whatever, mind over matter kind of thing. They say that that's like a pretty... Uh, pretty significant thing to consider though like like even though so like with when my grandma had cancer and was taking chemotherapy she was like getting sick a lot and the doctor was saying like you know we can give her all this medicine and prescribe all this treatment for her but if she doesn't try to you know beat this thing like it's not gonna work like yeah and that's like kind of like a harsh like truth like you know and it's like i don't know what that is but i think that there's more to it than you know just you know just taking medicine and stuff i guess like you're kind of right like you have to sort of believe that something's making you feel better in a certain way you know what i mean so that's kind of interesting what are you over there looking crazy all about oh no this just reminded me of something else that we could possibly talk about or you could possibly talk about kick it off See, we got an open open door policy here. Just, just. Well, I feel like since you didn't really have anything really prepared today, no, like, I feel like I can kind of throw stuff. Yeah, out today can be totally just you know. About it, Tyler, you should move your cell phone from your dip, dude. If you want to have kids one day. Man, takes two to know two. Here we go. Tell us why. That's not even what my take was about to be, but you just got me on a hot ass take. Yeah. So what what's going on with this thing? So explain to okay, the audience. So Tyler Devlin was having his phone where. He had it on his, like, upper thigh, uh-huh. very close to his penis. His dong. His dong. His junk. As well as his ball sack. And everyone knows what's in your ball sack. His guys. Yes. So, what's in your ball sack? What? What's in your ball sack? <laughs> Come on, man. What's, what's, simple question. What's in everyone else's ball sack? <laughs> Their future use. Magic. There you go. Magic. So, okay, Kirk does this a Maybe. lot. I know tons of guys do this, but I smoked it's like a lot of weed, I don't know. Scientifically proven. You got even worse chances now, man. Listen. Scientifically proven to like if you have your iPad, your phone, a laptop, a, something that is like using energy near your dick, you're going to have a lot less little kids swimming around in there. This is just like proof like this like lowers your fertility. So every time I see this idiot over here with his fucking phone on his dick, I'm like, move it, because I want kids someday, and I don't want to be the reason we can't have kids. So the next time you're like, oh, I'm just going to set my phone down, try not to set it down by your penis, because I- I'm just trying to help you out, and I feel like you're- She wants to see you have some little Tyler someday, I- man. <laughs> Who are our kids going to hang out with? Oof. Your kids. So I should stop fucking the microwave, is what you're saying. <laughs> No, no, that's actually been proven to uh, counteract the effects of having your phone rest on your, you know, it's alpha waves and beta waves, dude. You have to turn it on the, on the, on the... Popcorn setting. The, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. Anyway. Are we going to have round two on these margaritas or... Oh, yeah, my bad, dude. I cool beans. I well, I mean, I just can't get up and leave for <laughs> okay, extended periods of time Can I just, like, here? play something on you and then you can talk about this? Yeah. Because you two have higher education and I do not. And oh, I'm no. too excited. Where are you at? Where am I at? Okay, so... She's got a point. <laughs> a very good point. So yeah. today, as I was talking about getting massage, I was speaking to my massage therapist. Super nice dude. He was telling me... His, you know, something about his son. I was like, oh, that's right. He doesn't have school today. It's a holiday. And he was like, well, actually, he, we are doing the unschooling method with my son. And I said, what is that? I've never heard of the unschooling method. And he was like, 
Well, we teach him whatever he's interested in. He's seven years old, and he's learned math by playing video games. He's learned how to Dope. read by video games and comic books. <laughs> Sounds like this kid's just playing video games all day. Right. And where was this shit when I was a kid? Well, and his whole thing was like, we just want him to be happy and we don't want him to be feel like he's forced to learn anything. So we just teach him whatever he shows an interest in. Uh yeah, no. I'm all for like kids making their own decisions a lot of the time, but at a certain point, like you gotta like I mean, they're still not a fully developed like human being. You I don't know, man. Help them out at some point. I'm going to take my, I'm going to take a high road on this one and say that all of my life choices tells me that that shit is important, and you better fucking beat the hell out of your kid if they don't do everything that they're told to do. Yeah, no. I life mean, can be so much that's thing. That more manageable that, if you just listen when you're young. But that kid's not even giving the given the option of like screwing off like his parents are like oh go for it like there was no you know i wonder him not listening to them in the first place i wonder if some backwards ass thing happens where all of a sudden he feels like playing video games is like school oh that would be weird well wow. it's the thing i mean i played a lot of uh, educational games growing up and i had a great yeah, time doing i them. did them in school like i we you know when you had free time in school you'd get on the computer and play like mavis beacon or reading rabbit or i, I still other stupid shit game i still played the shit out of magic school bus games when i was a kid Ooh, at home the I magic s- school bus yeah they had a game they had one in the planets they had one at the beach they had uh, i think one i think inside the body damn it was dope. I played. Okay, I not only watched all those Schoolhouse Rock things, that had computer games for them too. Hmm. Yeah, man. That's it was interesting. Fun. We're gonna have to cut the take short, dude, because we were hitting thirty minutes here, and we've although although like five different things. It in no point should be a substitute for like actual school. So, fuck. alternative school, get out of here. Yeah. That shit ain't fun. I don't even like homeschool, like the idea of homeschool that much because you still have to like interact with other humans. I think that's the only thing that school really taught me how to do is yeah. navigate like social situations. Yeah. Like you got to get picked on. You got to. You got to learn how to deal with it. You got to laugh at a kid that looks weird and then realize, man, I kind of felt bad about you that. You got to get in trouble for making fun of other people. That's yeah, how exactly. Really put in your place. And you're like, holy exactly. shit. Exactly. This hurts people's feelings. You got to make a kid cry before you see like, damn. Yeah. That's bad. That's you got to get blamed for causing a stir amongst your peers like being the one to be the fucking instigator yeah. then you're really like damn i gotta reevaluate um i'm killing the uh the takes portion of the show all right sorry right now we're gonna kill it we're gonna move on let's go we're gonna Don't we're gonna it. skip death watch this <gasps> week because what? uh oh actually you know what i'm sorry i apologize i'm not allowed to skip death watch we just one of our uh one of our participants here is just a little busy at the moment so we'll flirt with death watch for a few minutes till she's ready to come in and drop a bomb on you um i know a couple more people have passed away since we uh touched on death watch last did you nail those down no i didn't they none of them cracked the top three i don't know i thought somebody did though that that would have you know caught your attention maybe it was fab mellow it wasn't fab mellow (laughs) fab mellow passed away what yesterday two nights ago yeah um two days ago and uh honestly i had no idea who the guy was Really? I mean, I did, but I didn't. Like, you I mean, know. you you said you thought he was a nickname that yeah. Mello got. Around. I heard I heard his name on Sports Center or something, and they were talking about Fab Mello, Fab Mello having a good game, and I had mistakenly heard Fab Mello and just assumed that they were talking about Carmelo Anthony, like just calling him Fab Mello, like that's his New York persona. 
this fat Mello over here. I was like, shit, Aunt Carmelo must have balled tonight. You know, Mello must have had a really good game. Mello must have been balling. Like, come to find out, this other homeboy named Fab Mello. And then also, it reminded me of uh, Nene or Nene. And his fucking name, how I thought that was like you just being funny, saying oh, like, crap. that's Nene Hilario, that's a little funny, like, how I just was like, wow, I didn't even know this was like a dude. I thought people were just being cute. No, man. He's also Brazilian. They're both Brazilian. Yeah, so I know he passed away. I know, uh, who else passed away? Do you remember anybody? Tom Cruise's mom. Tom Cruise's mom. Was she a Scientologist? Yeah, she had to have been. Had to have been? Why? Or else he couldn't have talked to her. You know Patrick Swayze can get away with murder? What? John Travolta. Fuck, why do I always do that? What do you do? What? John Travolta can get away with murder. How? He's a Scientologist. He's like a, he's a high enough rank where murder can be like forgiven. Yeah. By the law? No, by the Scientologist. Okay, well, I mean, that, what does that matter if you're in jail? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. But if he wanted to kill you, he could. Whatever happens after that, that's kind of after the fact, right? But dude, he could get away with murder. That's anybody, though. No. All you're talking about is, like, they're... they're, they're He'll have people come bail him out, pay his bail, or pay for a fucking great-ass lawyer. Like, trust me, dude, you don't fuck with him. What? The Scientologist. That doesn't even make sense. Did you watch the Leia Romani thing on a &E? Leah Remini, Leah Remini, sorry. Tomato, tomato, I guess. Who are you talking about? The Scientology bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> she was a former Scientologist. No. She is a former Scientologist. She was on uh, King and Queens with Kevin James. She was his wife. That chick was a former Scientologist? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I like, never knew like, that. And her mom's like the highest rank, I guess. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's weird as hell. Um, So Tom Cruise's mom died. Okay. All due respect. It's um, really weird. Anybody else? You remember? I know someone else died. I just... Don't think that they were that I'm important. Going, I'm going through this list. <laughs> a 54-year-old American-born Asian elephant, Packy, died at the age of 54. I don't know if it's going to live that long. Yeah. It's all right. Well, did you do something different to it? It's really sweet. Yeah, the, drag the us? agave's on the bottom. Here, you uh, want a spoon? No, no, I'm cool. I don't need it. Uh, yeah, it's just really sweet. Uh, a 54-year-old elephant died? Yeah. Does he crack your top three? No. So yeah, we don't, okay. So now that you're back, what were you gonna say? What, okay, so we had dark horses. Who were your dark horses? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. <laughs> no, I thought we said no, Margot Robbie. That's what a dark horse is. You said Morgan Freeman. No, he's my top three. He's in my top three. Oh, like these okay. are my like, but gotcha. the dark horse bet, the one that I think would just shock the world if it happened. Gotcha. Yep. Not the world, but the you know Death Watch would light the fuck up if it happened. I think mine was Bono. Yes, it was Bono. Yeah. She's got the best one so far. Lay it on us. <clears throat> And this is, I feel so fucked up saying this. That's the whole point about it. Ben Stiller. <gasps> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. what? Yeah. Why? She did. What? She went Why, there. Why, though? That's the thing. That's part of Death Watch. You got to, like, So be he like, had cancer. Why? Yeah. Oh, really? He's beat, he's beat it once. I had no he's, idea. He's had a fucking great career. Great. I mean, how many movies? A lot like, of people say that Ben Stiller show, or, or, was that on MTV or something way back in the day? Probably. It was like with Janine Gar Garofalo back in like the early 90s. They say that started like a bunch of people's, you know, comedic, comedic careers back in the early 90s. They were just like, fuck, this guy's funny. I want to do that. It was just like a sketch show. Well, I mean, his parents were already super famous. So, I mean, he grew up like in that world anyway. Right. Mix it up, buddy. Ooh. That was really Blew loud. Your thong out of your it sounds super. <laughs> sounds super cool on the microphone when you shake the drink up like that. Really? And then she fucking torched you there. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I think Ben Stiller would be a fucking shocker. Yeah, totally. Because Ben Stiller's, you know, he's been around. Like, everybody well, likes Ben Stiller. Like, some people A lot of these would be shockers. That's the whole point of, of you can name any they celebrity. They gotta be unique like, to you, though. Oh. You're the one who's suggesting these shockers. Many, like, movies I can think of. And even his dad, yeah. like, is hilarious. And his mom is hilarious. Like, late. But. Mm, but. I think Ben Stiller would light a fire under people's asses. Right. Shit, I need to get myself in order here. Death Watch is coming for me. Where's Betty White at? Stop. Gotta protect her ass. She's gonna keep living and living. She will. Watch all of our, like... She's gonna die no, uh, January 1st, 2018. <laughs> just, to, just to beat 2017. Or just live beyond all these people. We're doing this, the, the Death Watch for years and years, and Harrison Ford and Mar- Morgan Freeman actually do die. And Betty White's still alive. It's gonna be great in December when you know December thirty first, and when we see where we're at, and you know, you've hit two or three or something, and you're just like, "Fuck yeah, I'm on." We're gonna. It's gonna be like a DraftKings oh, section God. now. Death only, Watch. Only Who's dying win, this month? You win nothing. So. No, you bet. Serious stakes are high, man. Stakes are high for Death Watch. All right. Um. So, are we actually gonna talk about a thing? Yeah. Well, I was gonna kind of hope to guide you in this because oh. you had more. More uh, hard opinions on it, than, more hard stances on it than I did. I guess. And the thing I, the thing that I noticed, like the two biggest themes about this, uh, are really closely related to nationalism and having uh, pride for something you're not directly responsible for or have really no say in. And um, I think you see this a lot in sports, particularly, just because people and. Uh, they have loyalties to teams that really have nothing to do with them or just because on the premise of that they're from a certain area that they have to be fans of this team. But you're seeing it a lot now in, uh, in America. I mean, you've seen it a lot, I guess, historically in America, but now or it's in kind lots of, of countries, but yeah, now is really a polarizing time to, it's to, almost weird to be like overly patriotic now because like, we've elected a fucking sociopathic, you know, fear monger as so a leader. So there's a weird thing when you're like super happy about like, you when know. you are, you know, you're basically saying, yeah, I identify with this and I relate to this. I endorse this. The whole, t- the tweet that, that I saw that got me thinking about all this though, was someone said, uh, basically the American flag is the ultimate participation trophy. Mm-hmm. And I saw that and I reread it a few times trying to like, really like dissect it. And I just, part of me was saying that like, okay yeah like in in i guess in theory that's kind of similar but i'm having like a hard time like you know separating that with like things that you actually like did you know i guess i mean it's it's just for showing up you get citizenship just for yeah something you had no control over. well and i think in america it's and i guess this is probably the same historically with every region or country or whatever but america America's problem is that it was, you know, a bunch of white guys that came over here and just, you know, basically took a bunch of stuff for the taking and said, this is ours now, you know, if you don't like it, fucking leave or die. And, uh... Yeah, we have this whole notion of, like, we were created by immigrants, but really we were created by, like, English settlers. Manifest destiny, brother. But, um... They were the ones that bought the stuff from the French, they bought uh shit, and they just... They they couldn't buy stuff from Spain, so they went to war with them. Right. And took, you know the south basically and that's all like rooted in nationalism and it's like you see it everywhere but again it's really uh troublesome to see in today's day and age just because 
of it, what it identifies with now. It is really funny how like proud we are of the national flag when we mm. went out of our way to call ourselves the United States of America. Yeah. Right? Like when no other country really had done that. Like we went out of our way to be like, we are states and we are unified right. under this. But it's like super interesting though, because as much as I like agree with that, like, yeah, like, you know, having pride in, in, you know, being American is kind of like, you know, futile in the sense that like, you know, this whole nation was founded on deceit and war. And it's like, how do you look at your flag of your country and, you know, like a country, especially like America and just be like, you know, no, I'm not proud to be here. Or, you know, I'm just indifferent to that whole, like, I guess I kind of feel something because this is the place that I have lived for 27 years. And I mean, and then that's where we get into the whole definition of pride. Like you can be happy mm-hmm. and grateful and thankful and feel like, man, I'm really glad this happened and I'm really lucky to uh-huh. be born in such a great situation. But I feel like pride has the connotation of like, I did something to, it was my destiny. Like a boastful arrogance. Well, I, thing, I don't know. You know if it's worth defending, I guess, isn't that kind of a pride? Like maybe you're like, so well, I don't okay. endorse a lot of the stuff that has happened in American history, but you know, I, I, I would defend this country. Like, you know, I will be the first to say, be critical of this country. But at the end of the day, like when push comes to shove, like I'm an American and I love being an American. Yeah. That's a, that, that's the, that's the, the crux of the whole you know if you don't like it get out well it's like well i'm no, still like, from here like yeah you like, don't just leave when you don't like something just like, because we've done a few shameful things in the past and by a few i mean millions of shameful things that doesn't mean like i would want to be like you know ha- have experienced life somewhere else i mean i'm I'm sure it's it's all relative like there's 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 a large number of countries out there but that i'm sure it's not the case where it's like yeah i'm proud to be from here because you know this it's a shithole over here it's fucking fucked up like everyone's dying like or i don't even recognize my current government mm -hmm, or we don't have one we have a dictatorship and they just fucking do whatever the fuck they want but uh i think there's a lot of other places though where it's like you know like like germany probably is the same thing like i'm sure people that are born you know 20 years ago in germany like love being from germany despite the fact that the history's been well, the, the you reason, know, not too favorable. The right? reason nationalism took such a, like a like important thing in in European history was because everyone was so bunched up, and you're constantly fighting for. And Germany's right. a landlocked country, so they've got no access to water, so mm-hmm. they're constantly fighting over the Rhine River with fucking uh, the French, and they've got you know Poland and Belgium and the Czech Republic. So of course you're going to have this pride because you're constantly you know button heads with people around you, and British are being like, oh, at least I'm not the French, and the French are like, well, at least I'm not the Spanish, and the Spanish are like, well, at least I'm not the Portuguese. The Portuguese are like, fuck it, we're going to America. But where there's a but, and then in America, like, I mean, we have Canada, who were kind of like, ah, Canada's cool. Yeah. And then and then there's the whole Mexico thing, which. It all depends on how you, you know, feel about it. Don't tell us, Tyler. What is the whole Mexico thing? Well, there's some people that's like, oh, Mexico is just yeah, down there. Other people realize that it's an actual country that like has, you know, she's not even Mexican. She's Puerto Rican. It's all shit going on. Don't be afraid of her. I don't really know what I'm talking about right now, because like I said, we're not prepared for this. But there's only you wouldn't have been much more prepared anyway. But there's only that's true. But there's only like two other countries, so it's weird for America to have this giant nationalism when uh-huh. we're surrounded by only two countries that aren't that much of a threat to us. And then we've got all this like giant, you know, ocean one way and the other to. Well, I mean, I don't I, know. I feel like it's a strange location to have so much like, you know, nationalism. Nationalism. I don't know, though. And it's so spread out. And we've got, like I said, 50 United States that like 
because a lot of people are way more proud of their state than their country, but still they'll, you know, beat the American flag when they when it's convenient for them. Yeah, but you know, I, that has everything to do with being a union. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if 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 we were if we were still a union, but it was more so the fact that we are actually 50 states that comprise a union and not one union comprised of 50 states. Uh, I think there'd be, I think there'd be a lot more, you know, state loyalism. Like Texas people would never, they'd hang an American flag next to a Texas flag, but they'd be waving the Texas flag. In Amsterdam, when anyone asked where I was from, like, I uh-huh. mean, it, it, it I, I, partially because it probably just made sense to them listening to me that I was American, but I never said America. I always said California because there's only one, there's only one place like it. <laughs> there's only one. It's if a, they, if they asked me where, like I couldn't just say like, yeah. cause I can't, I don't, I don't like telling, I used to tell people as a kid, from like America. Los Angeles and yeah. I'm like, but I'm not from Los Angeles. But I mean, think about it this way though. When you tell somebody you're from LA or New York, does it really matter? Like when somebody from Germany tells you they're from Munich or they're from fucking Cologne, does it make that much of a difference? I think it does. It does? What do you know about either of those places? I think a lot of people like, I mean, we're arrogant to think that a lot of people are constantly like all obsessed with American shit and, you know, know a lot more about America than we know uh-huh. about them. But do you think that means but something it's also to, true. to say you're from LA or you're from New York? Like, do you think a German person's like gives a shit? No, they're like, no, oh, you're American. Like, you know, they don't care. Like, oh, you're from LA. That means you're this kind of person. Or you're from New York. That means you're this kind of person. They're like, no, you're American. Whatever. Personally, I never liked saying I was from LA. So when uh-huh. I was over there, I started saying California. And then when they asked where, I was like, <laughs> I actually said Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland. And I feel yeah. like that says a little bit more about where I'm from than, than Los it, Angeles. Though? I mean, because I know, well, again, like, I know there's a French Disneyland. I couldn't tell you where the fucking France it was. That doesn't mean those anything to dis- me. Those are all Disney worlds, though. There's only oh, one Disneyland. Oh, okay, now you're semantics. No. But, no. Yes. No. Okay, whatever. We, Disney World. If you still tell me where, we were here if you first. still tell me, oh, Disney World, there's a Disney World in France. I'm from the, that part of France. I don't know what you're referring to. I don't know where that Disney World is. The OG. But again, 50 states. And I have a feeling we're unique in that way where they may not know all 50 states, but they know New York's a state. They know California's a state. Right. They know Los Angeles is in California. They know they're 3,000 fucking miles apart. Hmm. Germany doesn't have something that's 3,000 miles apart. It doesn't. And it kind of helps to tell people when if you're Russian, you're like, oh, are you from Moscow or St. Petersburg? Because that's 5,000 miles apart, really. You don't you know, care. I don't know what it's like you know people to be from different of those places. You know what I mean? You like, know people I'm from in St. Petersburg are from Moscow. To me, that just says, oh, you're from Russia because I don't know the differences between the two regions. Eastern Russians are like basically Asian people. Like Kazakhstans and in my book, Kazakhs? In my little like uh, journal book thing for like a, the agenda that you got to write down your homework in, in like elementary school, mm-hmm. it had a map in the beginning and I noticed like one year and like did it the rest of the year after this russia was in europe and in asia when they listed all the countries Mm -hmm. i always thought it was very strange you know some people argue about whether or not it's in russia or it's in asia you mean europe or asia yeah europe or asia sorry uh it's fucking like it's huge six thousand seven thousand miles long it's a giant 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 ass piece of land it's got like nine time zones and shit yeah it's it's huge volcanoes and Uh, it's got siberia uh, and it's almost china like i don't what the fuck sorry russia's weird that's what i'm saying and we might be going to war with them i feel like we should know probably more about them well i think we know a lot about them actually based on the history we've had with them Uh, really what do you know about them 
Well, no, no. N- not like facts and details, but I know we've been That's to war thing. with them once before, and I know that they're, you know, despite whether or not they're poor or not, they seem to always come up with the means to fight back. Yeah. You know, whether or not they're broke but or that's commun- rich. Or- that was communist China. Like, this Russia's kind of... Or communist, communist China. China. We're talking about China. <laughs> communist okay. Russia. Because I feel like this Russia is run more like Russia like used to be. Like, back when it was Russia. And there was, like, you know, czars and shit. I don't know. hundred years ago. So the Russia that you know... That Putin we- seems like a fucking idiot, though. No. No. He seems like a fucking idiot. Dude, he was president for like a, a while and then he wasn't and now he is again. I'm like, probably going to get killed tomorrow. Can you imagine like just right, listening right now. running your country, taking some time off and being like, all right, I'm back. Let's go. I'm down for round two because I got some more shit to I do. That's what some presidents do. Has there ever been a president to enter back into Congress like after serving? Gro- no. No. Grover, Cre- Grover Cleveland. Um, well, yeah, because he served like two non-consecutive terms, right? He, he was president, yeah, yeah, two different times. Uh, I, f- I feel like Taft was Taft a judge first, or was Taft a judge? I don't know. I feel like he went from like you know supreme justice to becoming a, a president or something like that. The road to the presidency is a convoluted trail. I don't know why anyone would ever want to fucking do that. God, it seems like such a thankless job. Yeah. There were reports that Trump was like exhausted after like the first two weeks of being in office. Like he's like, this is harder than I thought it would be. Well, have you seen like, I mean, the, this cliche thing, but you've seen like the pictures of Obama in like 2008 and 2016, where it looks like he's yeah. You know, like, I mean, every president that's served. That's what I mean. You know, it's, Bill it's Clinton, cliche, George Bush, George, George W. Bush. Anyone that we actually have good pictures of, because. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln always looked like Abraham Lincoln to us because it's he has portrait painted once a year, black and white and shit, or once every five years. <laughs> uh, he was before. Um, Taft correction. All right, stat checks. It's nice for the win. Um, we got so derailed <laughs> on this topic, and my <laughs> headphones fell off. We got so derailed. I feel like there was more to it that you were talking about the other day. That uh well as it relates to sports team, okay, so forgetting moving past the whole pride, because I believe pride has that connotation of like I helped in this mm-hmm. success mm-hmm. rather than just, you know, gratefulness and happiness and proud to be on the team. But then again, see there's this use of proud again, so we need like a different word. But it goes to sports teams where people are just loyal to their team regardless of how shitty they are. Because remember that uh, the thing I was saying? How over half of all the champions in the last, like, since you and I have been alive are from the same, like, eight cities and the three major sports. So there's a lot of people in America whose teams are not winning anything and they still get all, like, Die hard. Yeah. I'm going to watch every game. I'm going to go and buy six beers. Why do you keep, why would anyone continue to, like, support the Browns? Six beers, dude. There's your answer right there. It's fucking simple. Like six beers, because there's six beers there. Or like the fucking Tampa Bay Devil Rays, who are now just the regular Rays, but they still have no fans. Just nobody does support that. I guess there's your there's your there's your answer. Okay, well then you got to think of like a like a like who's got a strong following that just hasn't been good in forever. The Knicks, maybe who haven't won a championship in like forty five years. The Cubs. 
Well, they just won one. I know, but a year ago we could have said the Cubs. I mean, yeah, no, I, I definitely was always thinking like, God, how could you support a loser for a hundred over a hundred years, and you're just fucking loser. You're historically a loser. Like you're a loser. And I mean, I get like why you would be like, oh, well, I mean, I've watched them my whole life, but then why would you put your kids through that, and then mm-hmm. have them put their kids through that, and just be like, hey, go be a White Sox fan. Go pick any team you want. That's all about that. Uh, would you ever want your kid to root for who you root for, or would you ever give him a choice? I'd give him a choice. I always thought it was like super cool when somebody I met had an eclectic mix of teams. Like I was just like, how Riley, did that happen? For all the teams I like are in the same geographical region except the Broncos. Like they're right. the only. That's like a farthest team out that I like. Riley was born in Seattle, grew up in Arizona for a little bit, and has lived in Southern Carolina, South, South Car- Southern, California Southern California since he was like six or seven years old. And in 1995, he picked all of his teams, and they just happened to be good at the time. So he's a Chicago Bulls fan, a Green Bay Packers fan. Atlanta Braves fan, mm-hmm. and I guess he liked the Avalanche because you know, just he had to pick a hockey team. They were badass when we were young, but like he's been a diehard Braves fan, and they've been shitty for like a while but now. They also and, balled out when we were young. Yeah, and exactly. the Packers balled out when we were young, and the Bulls balled out when we were young. But, so he's just a big fucking fucking. Uh, he was bandwagoner. When, when he, he was, still but when he was six, yeah. So now when he's twenty seven, loyal to that he's, shit. He's still loyal. So it's kind of I kind of like give Come it on, to man. him. Michael but, Jordan, Brett Favre. Who was on the Braves? Okay, but that's who, easy. Okay, well, actually, the Brett Favre thing isn't cool because he went straight into Aaron Rodgers. Riley was a Bulls fan that like shitty time before they actually drafted Derrick Rose, so it was yeah. like you know eight years of being a bad Bulls fan. You know, the one that always struck me was uh, remember uh, Jeff Grant? Yeah, he was oh, a Jaguars, Jaguars and a Clippers fan, <laughs> and this was like 10, 12 years ago when they were shit, absolute shit, like. It's still weird to be a Clippers fan. Isn't that funny? Yeah, but like, the Clippers at least aren't a total joke But, anymore. like, who do you like, know that's like, a, oh, that's a Clippers guy? Like, that's, that's a, a guy. A lot who, of people, actually, really? as it turns out. Yeah, like, there's a ton of Clippers fans. But that, like I said, is probably more prevalent now because they're not a joke yeah. anymore. But there were fucking no Clippers fans when we were in high school. Like, I didn't know any Clippers fans. I mean, there's still got to be, Anybody like, who cared a shit about the Clippers. Like, There's still got to be, like, five times as many Lakers fans, though, like. But yeah, no. who lives in LA in his backyard, he had his parents put in a basketball court, and it's like a Clippers basketball court. It's oh like god, red and blue, and it has like. I bet his jump shots it. just horrible. He's just very Jewish. That ISO ball. <laughs> yeah, there there was no one who was a Clipper fan that long ago though. But then what does they that started mean? Kinda... <laughs> <laughs> started... I felt like it was maybe necessary for the commentary. On that. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> I was going to drop knowledge on like, did you know this NBA player is Jewish? But I honestly can't think of one. So, <laughs> Sorry. Sandy Koufax. <laughs> Amari Stoudemire. He's not. Well, he, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Amari? No, Sandy Koufax. Yeah, he was a Dodgers pitcher. Oh. Yeah, but he was like, I mean. Oh, I thought you were. I was like in the 50s. Yeah, that was a long Jewish time ago. Athlete. No, that's just like the go-to like Jewish athlete. Like Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax. Rod Carew. He converted. Yeah. That's oh. the thing. My Jewish coworker, her brother is like obsessed with Sandy Koufax, and I didn't realize that he was Jewish. Yeah, this makes wow. sense. Wow, he is like you're the, living with blinders on, man. He's the proud. Daddy. Damn. Um, you were telling me at one point though, you were thinking that. This, Are you scrolling through our text? I'm seeing where mm-hmm. where where it got kind of complex here. Yeah. Uh, I know. We we I I use all my good takes in in text and like I'm I. 
yeah. speak better when I can type it out. I'm the exact opposite. You start going off and I, all of a sudden I can't like, I can't formulate my own thoughts anymore. I'm just like, I don't know what, I don't know what to think anymore. Like you've just thrown so much information at me and I can't even, I'm going to need 20 minutes to digest this and then come up with an opinion based yeah. on everything I've just been faced. You said at one point though, in regards to like American people being yeah. like, I'm proud to be American. If you don't like it, leave. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Telling people that. Whereas you were saying there's a stat that says like 70% of uh, Americans never leave the place that they're born, which is usually like a 10, 20 mile radius. Yes. They don't get further than that out than that. So what you're kind of saying is you're not actually, you don't, you're not prideful of America. You're just prideful of what you know and your basic surroundings. And that's why I keep talking about, we are really just 50 States because Mm -hmm. what do I have in common with a dude from Iowa? Like he might as well be from a different country than i because we have yeah like not i mean even someone from new york like we like someone who lives in new york city we don't have i mean we probably have the same similarities as i have if someone that lives in london or someone that lives in paris like it's that foreign and i feel like when someone's repping like american pride they're really just repping what they know it's not like they're repping you know seattle and chicago and miami they're not doing a whole like nationwide tour they're just talking about where they're from yeah yes yes i uh, there's a lot of yes in there i think that's that's a strong so i have to say so it's um, weird that it's like we in our pride but i wanted to kind of pick again on, of where you're not what, what something that you didn't have any like choice in the saying, matter for yeah i wanted to pick on what you were saying about uh fuck now i just lost that place <laughs> about not uh not having a choice though oh my god again not my kid <laughs> god i hope not that kid would get it it would murr. Death Watch 2017, that kid. <laughs> Every time a kid screams, that's going to be the thing no. we say. Death Watch 2017. 2017, it's coming. He just made the list. He just made the list. About, um... Wow, I had it and I forgot it again. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You scrolled back through to find no, it No, like, it was a thought that was about... You, yeah, here it is. You talking about America being represented as a nation that is comprised of 50 states, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of a pop culture definition of America today because we are actually are 50 states that comprise a union and a lot of stuff is different from state to state. But I think the broader understanding of America as it's come to be like watered down over time because I feel like that's that's kind of like a relatively new thing that's happened is that as generations increase, we also, we have all this information at the, at, you know, at our fingertips, whereas we become kind of, ignorant unless we're looking something up you know so i think that we have kind of forgotten what america is is essentially and just sort of watered the definition down to just assume like we are america this big giant bubble that has all these little things inside of it when it's you know when it still is like you know from state to state there's a lot of differences and a lot of the federal the federal law you know touches everywhere but you know states can do essentially what they will like I think we forget that from time to time, but a person from California and a person from Idaho aren't necessarily from, you know what I mean? Cut from the same cloth. Like there could be vast differences between the two of them. And I have a feeling, uh, like the internet and, you know, TV and all that stuff has bridged that gap where like now, like you said, if someone in Germany sees you, like they're not really going to care where you're from probably a hundred years ago, they would absolutely know like, Oh, you're from New York. Oh, you're from yeah, California. Yeah. Cause you're uh, from the wild west or you're from the city. Yeah, like, You'd either look like a cowboy or you'd look like some dapper motherfucker. Yeah. Um, in terms of like leaving the nation though, 
whereas uh, America's Americans like to tell people if you don't like it, leave. You had kind of raised a point saying that you know, why don't they leave? It's a completely easy choice. You know, it, it it's it's a relatively easy choice that. Well, no, I was saying the whole yeah. Why don't you just get up and leave? It's it's so much easier to not leave. Right. And people think that they're making this like conscious choice every day. I choose to be an American. It's like no, you choose to stay fucking put where you are. It's not like you choose to pack up your life and just leave and you were like well i guess it is that easy and i'm like well in, a, in like a 50 50 scale yeah you could either choose to stay or go you All have right. an equal chance but one's gonna cost you a whole lot more in funds and security and, and security and opportunity and, and you know and that's even if you're just alone like let alone if you're fucking married and you got kids yeah and shit. well the only reason i was like arguing that is just because my mom essentially has done that like yeah. she picked up everything and left and it wasn't easy like you know despite what you were saying yeah it's easy you're making a choice to stay but sometimes like you also when considering leaving you not, have to make a choice to leave like and it's not a normal thing that people do but it's right. still a thing that people do and it's when yeah the want to go like you know override that whole like well i could just stay comfortably where i am mm-hmm. maybe not like maybe that's why you leave because it's not staying comfortably anymore yeah and i guess for my time. mom it wasn't so much about going to tennessee in general as it was going somewhere anywhere other than where she was at the time because yeah. that was going to require an adjustment and a separation from family and this and that and this and that but um i just i think that sometimes but it's not but it's not like it's because you hate your country so it's like yeah. now i'm going to move to argentina cuz i can't stand it here anymore you know like that's not the point of that argument no protesting america they're like, saying get out of here i love this country too much for you to ruin it yeah. like you know from like again a weird I nationalism see nothing, i see nothing wrong here standpoint but i don't know who what we were who were we with when we were talking about like the multi uh multiculturalization of like america like america is going to become significantly more diverse and dude i'm like i'm all i'm all for that just because it makes it it raises so many options for basically anything you want to do you know all things are considered when all things are legitimately considered we were talking about this yeah i don't know if it was on the air if it was we were just having a conversation about somebody was asking us a question but i was just kind of like there was a lot about this idea that you were bringing up to me that uh that I was like seeing in a hundred different ways. Like I've just, every time you said something, I was like, well, yeah. And no, cause for me, like the point of view is it's like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, you're, I am white privilege. Like I am that guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, despite whether or not I abuse that privilege, you know, it's a different story, but like everything that they're talking about, that's, those are the categories I, I so fall in. Privilege. I live in that SoCal oh. bubble. I, you know, I could not have any more. I could not have any more privilege because I not only did I get the white skin and the male. If your eyes were blue, you might have a little more. Yeah. I feel like the height though is like the ultimate. Like, you got tall guy privilege. That's yeah. like a that's a beast of its own. Like Sorry, tall guy guys. privilege exists everywhere. Like that's like a biological thing. But um, it's fucking great. For me, like you know, it's tough to it's tough to like think like oh yeah if I don't like it leave I'm like wow. No, just because it's like if you really, you know. And it's funny because the people who are saying that uh-huh. are themselves complaining. So you should be able to theoretically just be like, if you don't like me protesting, why don't you leave? But yeah. that just 
it, you don't want to use that argument because it's a stupid fucking argument. Well, and I think what I was thinking, like, incorrectly was I was sort of legitimizing the the most pervasive group of people that say if you don't like it leave are like bigots and xenophobes yes. and i think what i was doing was was legitimizing oh, like what if a rational person says it but. right right <laughs> i was trying to saying like thinking like oh well i see it this way da, da, da. and it's like well actually like but it's not know, a rational thought it's a thought out of emotion and fear and paranoia and i was trying to make it a rational thing <laughs> where i was giving all these people like the benefit of the doubt saying like well da, da, da. but it's like when it comes down to it the most pervasive group of people that's telling other people to get out of this country are yeah. racist and bigots or, or and it's people who, and, who are trolling and they're trying to do the what like they're trying to do the thoughtful you know intellectual experiment well let's play devil's advocate here but like you said they're trying to rationalize a thought that's not based in rationale it just doesn't exist in, and they think they're being within you know, context complete and you know seeing all sides of the box but mm. just being annoying as fuck yep <laughs> what is going on out there they're moving what I'm looking at me, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Making any whoa, noise? Whoa, whoa. It's quite a bin. Well, do you not have anything to add, or? No, of course I do. Well, let's hear it. What do you, well. Well, the thing is, is the platform's supposed to be open for you to, you know, get in whatever you got to get in at any moment. So don't feel like you got to wait for something to simmer down before you jump in with your input. Just get it in, like before it goes away yeah i mean i don't really have anything honestly i just it's just a total 180 well no i'm just saying like i i'm i i'm definitely someone who's like in the middle of it all because i'm female and i'm not white so it's like i i'm not on one side of this argument or the other side i'm very much in the middle because it's like i'm like you know, uh, my parents are here from here, but my grandparents are not from um, here. And so, I mean, I do have firsthand knowledge of people who, like, wanted to come to a place where it was, like, everyone was so prideful to be in a place like America. And I feel like America is not what it used to be. And so, it's just different, but... No, it's super interesting that you're saying this because I think about this a lot. I think I I a lot of the time think how much of what we're what we're like talking about broadly, like in group discussions, what how much of that broad? Well, it, at every outlet, like at all the accessible outlets, there are the major outlets. Like I'm not saying that yeah, they cover all the topics, but this is where the majority of discussion is taking place. Those channels. I feel like like how much of what we talk about is like white people painting the picture wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like trying to say like, oh, this is this and this is this and here's what's really happening. But it's like actually like, you know, you're kind of right. But well, I mean, really everything that you guys just touched on was basically from a white person's perspective. Right. And another white person and you're, you know, you're talking about someone from the middle of nowhere, like in the like even like back east or something like podunk yeah like those are just white people too well again the whole people's history of history you know like the citizens history of history that's why twitter is great because you can be like oh that's not true that's not true that's a false statistic or you can actually read people's tweets that don't because like you said why would people just lie like have a bunch of lying tweets like dishonest tweets of things that aren't actually happening right. to them so you can read what actual, you know, people living their lives 
testimony from different places are saying yeah and have varying opinions and their varying experiences and it's here to instill a system of checks and balances. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Twitter does a really good job of keeping the social because let's face know, it, scholars, conversation open. Like Scholars are the stuffy white people, on the, on the most part. They're totally, the ones, totally. They're the ones who write the histories. Totally. Yeah. I like the, the ones we we've read. even We've said that. We have definitely covered that before, that yeah. the history is sort of written by the winner, so to speak, and, you know, that story has usually been written by the white people who have raped and pillaged damn near everyone in front of them indeed um i think it's like super interesting though to think about uh twitter and whether or not like you know are, are people just being funny or are they just being well that's the thing like how many people that are talking ignorant ass shit on twitter actually believe it or have this weird thing where they're just Trolling in it to people. laugh at people yeah in it for the lulls as uh, kyle's dad says in south park he just does it for the lulls dude What's his name? Gerald Bruflosky. No, his troll okay. name. Oh. Oh. Slut. Oh. oh. Damn it. Doesn't matter. Let's kind of Skank move on. Hunt. Skank, Skank Hunt. Hunt. Skank Hunt. That's Skank Hunt. Yep. <laughs> Skank Hunt. I think Skank Hunt is the perfect... Uh, and he meets all the other trolls, and they're yeah. like, well, we want to bring down society, and we want to do this. He's like, and he's whoa, just whoa, like, whoa. This is just to have fun. Like, no, no. He's, he's, he sits down with a glass of wine, yeah. and it's like he's masturbating. Like, yeah. This is what he likes to do. Just stir shit up. Just get people upset. So I have a feeling there's a lot of people like that that normally didn't have an outlet to, you know, would steal stuff or like, you know, rabble rouse before the internet was like, they didn't have an outlet for it. And now they've got a much easier, like safer outlet to get out their weird anarchisms of. Dude, it's so easy to express yourself these days. Yeah, man. Whereas like, you know, 40 years ago, you had to fucking wear all black and you know paint disturbing pictures in your garage now you can do what we do and get on a microphone and just upload shit to the world and show them hey we have voices we have opinions this is what we care about it's just become so easy i've got thoughts but i'm too lazy to write a book uh, writing is hard <laughs> well, i think dennis miller said something about uh never have more lives been less lived and like something about like never have more lives been like publicly like spoken and than less today. Li- and less lived. Oh yeah, like yeah, the keyboard warrior. More, more people are telling you about their boring ass lives, and their Fuck lives yeah. have never been more boring than ever before. The keyboard warrior, dude. The keyboard, the one who is on the frontier of the cyber battlefield, but nowhere to be found. And they're really mad about the hardships they face. Like sometimes there's there's traffic, and and the other day, my mom made me clean my room. And fuck that hoe, hua. <laughs> She's always making me clean my room. I ain't trying to clean my goddamn room, Mom. If I wanted it clean, I'd fucking clean it. Honestly, like, family issues aside, how many, like, shitty people are purely acting out of the fact that some girl, like, just dumped them or, like, didn't give them, like, the time of day that they thought they deserved? You know what's crazy is a lot of the time I feel like what I, I don't know the right way to be but i know that the i know the wrong way and i'm just like don't do that like just whatever you do don't do that like i don't necessarily know what to do in a lot of situations but i know like what would be the wrong thing to do and i'm just like just don't do that like stay like, away uh, from that like on instruction parts of like tests you're about to take you yep. have one green part and then a bunch of red examples like all you're getting are the red examples of no incorrect no incorrect yep. no incorrect 
Well, You're eventually looking, narrowing down. Looking at a multiple choice test, having four answers, only recognizing one of them and being like, that's got to be it. Like, <laughs> That was the point of the SATs. Like, yeah. Eliminate the two that you know it can't be mm-hmm. and then just go from there. And then when in doubt, guess C. That was something they told us. A through E, guess C most of the time. Huh. If you If all else fails. I had like a... It was like roulette. Whenever I was like, "Fuck, I don't know any of the answers. I'm just gonna guess." I was also like, "Oh, B looks good. Or, D looks good. Dude, there, C, C, C. This, maybe a couple in a row, and then a, you know." Like my ADD was like really bad back then, uh-huh. but it was like bad in like a beneficial way for test taking. Like when people think like think ADHD, they think like I can't focus. I had ADHD where I feel like that like hyper focuses you, and I kept track of how many. A's and B's and C's and D's, especially on the standardized test when we take like, you know, 80 fucking question tests. And I'd be like, ooh, A hasn't been answered in a while. Always. <laughs> always. Always. I definitely would think about that sometimes. I'm like, I haven't been like, A in a while. been like eight questions. I'm probably just throwing answered. A in there. Yeah. Like, probably just throwing A in there. I yeah. don't know, so I might as well guess A. Remember that feeling? That was a fun. Those, those <laughs> tests are the worst. They just uh, measure your ability to regurgitate information and quickly forget it. No, because I feel like those standardized tests when you were that young, hardly... I guess it was just basic math and basic history, so it really was the stuff you learned. Never mind. I always scored super well on reading comprehension and stuff, and now I don't feel like I get. I have any of that. Like I feel like I reach it and I go, what the fuck did I just read? I have no idea. I don't think they fucking really measure any... Have you ever taken an IQ test? Because they're no. supposed to say an IQ test is supposed to not measure, like, education whatsoever. It's supposed it's to kind of your aptitude. Purely like, be, yeah, aptitude. And, and, like, I don't think I've ever taken an, an IQ test, so... I haven't either. I wonder what the questions are on. They're, like, those tricky fucking, like, logic games. Like Logic games. Yeah, but see, then you still have to know, like, you know, the basic rules of, like, if-and statements and logic. Well, not... Kind of, sort of. Like, when I was taking the LSAT, the, one of the sections was, like, logic games, and it was, like, the only section I actually understood. Like, the 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 questions and then the reading passages were fucking impossible. Like, that, that shit was fucking hard. But the logic games were, like... They were really intuitive. Like, it was, like... It was just natural things. They gave you a set of rules, and you fucking just figured it out. And then they would suggest something, and you'd be like, well, it can't be that, because if this, this implies that, and then this implies this, and then this implies that. So, you know what I mean? Like, those things made a lot of sense because there was, like, a system that you were working with. But I don't know. Like, reading comprehension and shit like that, I got no... Those those didn't measure jack shit. The stories they were presenting in front of you were just very basic and easy to fucking follow. Like the questions they were asking were way too simple. All right, I want story time. Story time? Yeah. What are we talking about? How you guys first met? Oh. oh and what happened? No, no, no. The the funny part. The funny part. Yeah. What is the funny part? Where you had to lie and say you were moving to Vegas oh, when you never did. San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. Let her tell it. She's here. You might as well. I was laughing really hard because I hadn't known until you told me at, BJ, uh, at BJ's. And it was, it was really hilarious. Um, I think it's a baller move, honestly. Story time. You know, <laughs> hey, look, it worked. Did it not? <laughs> Did not. So. It's just a, a time time biter. Yeah. You're just biting your time. I, dude. Go tra- for it. Trapped. How? Like, do you want to start from like the second one? You don't have to like. Okay. Well, get in it's so too cute. much detail. You just got like the punchline. The though. punchline. The punchline is what's great. So seven years ago. <laughs> oh, it's been seven years. Yeah, seven years ago. Oh shit. I wow. Kirk was working at Victoria's Secret. Yeah, he's a little gay. And hey, no, I, that was the no. chillest job ever. Yeah. Oh that was the chillest job ever. He worked there too. I worked there for like seven months. 
It was the chillest job ever. That's all I, I told say. you. I got fired. No, well, I told you got fired. I, I, I pointed at the mic when I say that. I told you that I got fired once from there for smelling like weed. Uh Yeah, that's been established. Continue. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. We smoked together uh, that day before a meeting one morning. We uh, we actually got high and we well, we reeked. What you got so high? Bad. What? We smoked what? a blunt. We smoked a blunt we in the parking lot. What? Bad. It was bad. Seven forty-five with an eight o'clock meeting. Coming in and smelling like tobacco. You're Oof. so embarrassing. Uh, I was like t- nineteen, like yeah, super no, young. All right, sorry. I was twenty. <laughs> so I when was he was working there, so he was working there. Oh, um, that's the punchline. Damn it. What? <laughs> that I was, was working, working there? there? No, that you were seventeen at the time. Oh, uh, <laughs> well. Did I fuck it up? I'm sorry. No, <laughs> well, I mean, sorry. So basically, we met. You, we like totally dug each other. We were texting for like a few weeks, and then I was in class, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, like, I can't text right now. I'm in class." He was like, "Oh, what are you taking?" I was like, "Oh, I'm, a, I'm in English class right now." He was like, "Oh, cool. Where do you go?" He said, "La Habra, which for those of you who don't know is a high school," um, and he said, "The high school," and I said, "Yeah." Didn't hear anything back from him for a while. <laughs> And, like, a few weeks later, I texted him, like, you know, trying to play it super cool, like, hey, like, we should hang out, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, this is probably, like, two weeks after. And he told me, sorry, I moved to San Francisco. (laughs) Not I'm moving. I moved. I moved. Like, I I was done. I gave you my phone number and was just not even going to tell you I was moving in two weeks, you know? Like, not even going to tell you anything. And honestly, I wasn't <laughs> stupid. Like, I did never believe that. You can't just move in two weeks. Right. Like, <laughs> I might have been 17, but I, I wasn't fucking did it, man. What do you want? Idiot. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, so I... A ghost. I hounded him for, like, four years and was like, you're a fucking liar. Oh, and what's even shittier is, like, a few months later, I saw him at Victoria's Secret again. <laughs> no, what's really shitty is, like, in that four years, there'd be times when I'd get, like, really drunk and then, like, text her out of nowhere and just start this big, giant thing. And <laughs> it would, like, it would inevitably go nowhere. Like, and we'd play these games where we'd, like, fuck with each other where it's, like, she would, like, egg me on and be like, oh, da-da-da, when are you ever going to hang out with me? When are you going to hang out with me? And I'd be like, fuck it, let's hang out right now. And then all of a sudden be like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I'm having sushi right now. Why don't you come join me? Oh, uh, uh, I already ate. Uh. Uh, yeah. It's an American love story. <laughs> totally, totally. Totally. Absolutely. And then finally, I was like, hey, I'm 21. And he was like, want to grab a drink? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just moved back into town. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so when did you know that he would no longer, like, he never went to San Francisco? I don't think I ever l- <laughs> believed that he actually moved there. I think the first time we hung out, that was, like, the second thing we talked about. Did yeah. you actually go to San Francisco? No. He was like, I went for a weekend. I went for a weekend. I thought about it. Yeah, I thought about it. And uh, just needed some time to cool off. Decided it wasn't a good move at the time. Came back down. <laughs> Here I am. Uh, fast forward. Long story short, that was three years ago, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, it's like a normal, it's a, just a normal, like, throwaway story if, like, oh, yeah. this happened well, to this chick one time. Uh-huh. But the fact that it's your girlfriend of three years is what makes it And funny. you know what is funny <laughs> is that as, like, I, I was, I think about it a lot. It's, like, how ballsy of it, how ballsy of a move is it? 
to just to be like at fucking work oh, I, I in was, a fucking lingerie store. I was going to say how giving your it? number out to girls just working like here. Oh, hey, walked call out of the store, my mom was like, you know, he does that every day. And oh, the craziest thing is that is the only time I'd ever done it at work. Just ahead. ever just been like, oh, well, hey, all, hmm. along those lines, it's like I've always thought it's weird. I mean, first of all, you can't hit on, like in the situation opposite. Like you can't just hit on a girl where she works because that's like. It's like stalking. It's like, like holding her hostage because she yeah. can't go anywhere. Like, but if they're in your place of work, fair game. But they're also like a customer, so you got to think like she did. She's gonna be back at some point. Like that was the goal. That was the idea. And I was. Oh yeah, I won. I remember one time I was at the mall and he was going up the escalator and I was going down the escalator. Oh, I gave him like the fucking dirtiest look. I and was he was like, like oh, he must shit. have been high because he was like was looking to, at me like I was supposed to be in San Francisco. What what lie did oh, I tell shit. this girl? I was supposed to be in San Francisco this <laughs> weekend. Damn. I'm just going to my buddies to smoke a joint and then I'll be going back up back up to the bay in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I just came down. Just came down for the good shit. I'm Man. Wearing, I'm wearing these work clothes. You like my all black outfit and my red scarf? <laughs> it's a nice combo. I was heavy into wearing a scarf around that time. You, you, were. Were, you were wearing a scarf working at the Bray Mall? Uh-huh. Yes, all black yeah. with a red plaid scarf. Yeah. I never really had much respect for the dress code there. Oof. It was always all black, but I found some way to kind of... Was it an ascot? Huh? Was it an ascot? No, it was or a fucking what? red tartan scarf, like a, like a Scottish kilt. Like, it looked like that. Well, what's also a ballsy move is being 17 and assuming that, like, a guy who's, like, in his 20s is, like, just totally down. A guy who's, like, working Are right now. Are you kidding now, me? Like... Do you know any... Okay, yeah, you're being ignorant there. What? I will say that. There's a lot of guys who don't give a fuck. Though. I know, but that just assuming that, like, I mean, you at least gotta, like, let them know. Off the bat. Oh no! Uh, there was no, no. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna spring it on him halfway through. I like was by the way, and I was like, by the way, I'm 17. Oh, <laughs> I was like, you dude. really want to do it at that point? Uh, that did happen. God no! What? I was well, <laughs> embarrassing. S- s- something like that. I was in San Marcos. I feel like that's like at a certain point the guy. Like I mean, it is the responsibility of the guy, but you're not gonna be like, hey, before we do this, baby, can I see your driver's license? <laughs> I just need to make sure you. Sounds like a porno. Like you're holding it up to the camera. Like she's 18. It's all blurred out. Like her name and everything. Her face is all I got blurred out. Like, house party. Oh yeah. I was like hooking up with a guy, and then afterward, I was like, "What's your name again?" He was like, "Brian," and I was like, "Cool, I'm in high school." And he was like, "Yeah, gotta go." You gotta go. And then I was cool. Who follows up with "Cool, I'm in high school"? Like, (laughs) who fall? Who's? I wasn't. I was at the. You must have been real confident. Ballsy motherfuckers. (laughs) Ballsy motherfuckers. Yeah. Cool, I'm in high school. That's what I'm saying, dude. The ballsiness is over here. Like, I mean, yeah, it's cool to just ask out someone when you're on work, but to be like, I'm 17 and this guy is an adult and. He doesn't know I'm 17. I could burn I'm his not, ass I don't if I wanted tell him. to. I could totally burn his ass. I can make this super, super ugly thing. I was dating thing. a 26-year-old. The tables like have turned. Like, how disgusting is that? Very that is pretty okay. gross. Miss um, Wilson, you, uh, I don't think you ever had Miss Wilson. She was my junior year English teacher. Um, when she was in school, she was 18. She brought her 28-year-old boyfriend to prom with her. Could you imagine going to a, your girlfriend's prom tomorrow? right now? Like... <gasps> you imagine dating an 18 year old and she's like, will you go to prom with me? All right, let's do it. I won't shave. Well, I couldn't, disgusting. I don't think I could handle it. I just realized as I was retelling, I was just gonna retell that story cause it was weird, but I realized that we are now at it's that like age. One of the four times in my life I've worn a tuxedo was to the prom senior year. How many weddings have you been in? One. 
Just, uh, just one, the one when I was a kid, yeah. And well, then another one in September. I didn't wear a tux. You didn't wear a tux? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. It was like a themed thing. Oh, God. Riley had a tux, but we didn't have jackets. And the jacket was what made it look like my vest fit, mm-hmm. but it, my vest didn't fit. It was way too short. Or and what? then I, yeah, because I mean. I have a vest in there. It's the coolest thing, but I never get to wear it. So, like, all the pictures of me, like, post my speech, my mm-hmm. shirt's untucked, and you just see this vest that, like, doesn't even reach, Tyler. like, my belly button. Your shirt. Because I had made my best man speech, and then it was food time, so fuck that. You're so fat. Man. My my times were over. My times of being civilized were over at that point. You're plus it was dark. A... Plus plus right after my speech, and like they had their little thing, the sun went down, so it was just all drunk and like you know Christmas lights kind of ambiance. No one was looking at me. It's okay. They were all looking at you, dude. Shirag and Ernie had a uh, very. Uh, Intimate moment, tender moment when they when it was couples dance. Ernie looked at his girlfriend and then looked over at Shirag and took Shirag's hand and took him out on the dance floor. And Ernie's girlfriend had to watch. <laughs> Two of my best friends in high school, gay then, still gay now. They just had a mad love for each other. <laughs> Shirag's engaged to to a lovely girl who went to Arizona State. Yeah, and uh, but he's her, him and him and him and his buddy Ernie. They just have a thing got a thing a real special bond they both were dating a girl at one point and went to the bahamas together <laughs> just them dating the same girl no oh. they, they had girlfriends oh. but they went to the bahamas with just them two <laughs> the way i heard that sounded like they were dating the same girl at the same time and then they went to the bahamas with her that would be an extra special trip that would be a rom-com <laughs> right there waiting to happen book it no, that's just a porno. Because like, well, it, seems, it seems like everyone's involved. There's no. You need a. You need some. Some. Uh, Whoever some out there conflict. makes it, I want production credit. No, you, you need. You need a conflict for a rom com. Porno has no conflict. Porno's like we're that gonna have sex. Conflict. All right, we're, we're, we're gonna, gonna have sex. sex. <laughs> let's have sex then. <laughs> the rom com's like, are we gonna have sex? No, volleyball scene, bar scene. I like Weird him more scenes. than I like you. No, I like him more than I like you. No, these are these are movies. The porn has no volleyball and beer bar scene. You don't need that. Although it's a lot more interesting when it does. Really? He's way into that. <laughs> are, you, are you into like the He's 15 the minutes setup. of acting first? I like the setup. <laughs> so weird. I like to know the backstory. Yeah, it just gives it kind of more of like a, you know, an a appeal. You know? Like her, a relatability. Her boyfriend, her boyfriend likes to watch from the closet. Now, now I know what's going on. <laughs> it's not weird that some guy's just in there. Why is he in there? I don't know. He they were studying a second ago. I don't know. Let me rewind. <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of this mystery. Sometimes the story, like I need closure. Like, Your pants are still you know? on. You're like, <laughs> how did this happen? Like, how did they get here? Jordan, come here. Look at these two. Can you explain to me how they went from this to this? I don't understand. Pause. Check it out. The worst is like in a video and it just cuts to action all of a sudden. Like there's That's like the best one. The story build up all of a sudden da 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 and then they're boning and you're like, wait a minute. That's not how this goes. Like Isn't it though? It's just I mean, yeah, it is how it goes. How in unreal the long run, but I was like they're, how am I supposed to they're get talking this? about like, you know, oh, I could help you like get an A on this test. Da 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 and it's like then they're fucking. Like no girls wait a minute. No girl's ever been immediately naked. There's always some fumbling around. There's got there's just some shit that happens. There's a there's a long road to get from point A to point B. Like it just doesn't cut away and there they are. That's my uh that's your take. It's my two takes. <laughs> Dude, we've had like four and a half takes each. Today has been a take a take a tudinal day. A lot of people have uh, had some shit to say. 
Uh, I think we should probably think about shutting the show down. Yeah. But before we go, I want to ask anybody if they've got anything they want to add. You got anything? She, he was asking you. I know. Oh, okay. Wow. And you were, I don't. Okay. Oh, wow. That's no. I want a beer. You want a beer? Let's go have a beer, guys. Let's go walk across.